is we begin with the verses of praise, then we say the bracha on wine or grape juice, it's preferable on wine, and then we say the uh, bracha on the psalmin, then the bracha on the candle, and then the bracha of Abdullah. So the Alter Rebbe says about this arrangement that the the acronym of those four brachas, Yain, Samim, Ner they spell the word Yivne, which means to build. And this um, ah, this uh, arrangement is specifically um, on a cup of wine. All the four blessings blessings are related to the cup of wine and they're all related to Havdalah. On the surface, though, you'd think that these blessings, especially Psamim and the blessing on the candle, don't really fit in with the purpose of Havdalah. Why do we say a bracha on fire on, uh, on Motzei Shabbos? It says the Pirkei Devil Lezer that uh, Adam was very upset when Shabbos was ending, Adam Arishan, because he saw it start to get dark. For 36 hours, there was the light of, and Shabbos doesn't say that there was any darkness, there's a light of Hashem in the whole Shabbos, and now it started to get dark, and he was thinking, maybe the snake is going to attack me again, and uh, what should I do? And so Hashem put into his heart and mind the ability to create fire, and when he created the fire, he made the blessing, Baruch Be'erimesh, blessed Hashem whom he creates fire, and it, it was very significant to him that Hashem created the fire because it also meant for him that God would still be with him although he made a mistake. Although he made this mistake, a big mistake, yet God would still be with him. So on the anniversary of the creation of fire every week, we also make this blessing. But it's not about really about Havdalah. It's about the creation of fire. It's about Hashem uh, being with, 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 with Adam. It's not specific to Havdalah. However, there is an element in that bracha which also highlights Havdalah, and depends upon how you define what Havdalah is. There are two ways to define what Havdalah is about. One way of defining Havdalah is how, that in order to be able to um, do work, our sages didn't want us to go from a situation of total holiness to, to do mundane things, and therefore they said we should, we should make a separation. And the, separate, the purpose of separation is in order to like to um, there shouldn't be an intermingling of holiness and unholiness and to, and to put the weekdays, to separate the weekday from Shabbos. Another purpose of Abdullah is part of praising Shabbos. Just like we praise Shabbos when Shabbos comes in, but also we praise Shabbos when Shabbos comes out. And when Shabbos comes in, we praising Shabbos and highlighting how Shabbos is greater than days of the week before. And when Shabbos end, exits, we praising Shabbos and showing how Shabbos is holier than the following days. So it's, it's not a, it's, 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 and that's why it's called, a, the cup that we use for Abdullah is called a cup of blessing. Because it's part of praise of Hashem. And the truth is, these two parts of Abdullah are the reason why we have, as our Mayor Ashkenazi explained, actually his father's yard site was just yesterday, Chabdal Tevis. Interesting, his father's yard site was Chabdal Tevis. His grandfather's yard site was Chabdal Tevis. And if I remember correctly, I think his great grandfather also. Is it for sure there's two yards of Chabdal Tevis, that's for sure. Anyways, unbelievable. So he said that there is the purpose of Dink Abdullah during that Mayrif. Is in order to allow work, and that's actually halacha. After you say Abdullah and Mayrif, you allow to work. Parenthetically, if you did the work and you did forgot to say Abdullah and Mayrif, or you ate without saying Abdullah and Mayrif, then you have to dab Mayrif over again, dab Mishpanasi over again. So, um, so, so, the um, so the Abdullah and Mayrif is about separating the work from allowing us to work. The Abdullah on the cup is about praising Hashem. So because it's about praising Hashem, 
So therefore, the, the fact that we're allowed to, um, Hashem delayed the allowance of usage of fire until after Shabbos, although fire is such a critical thing, that, that shows the praise of Shabbos as well. And therefore, the blessing on the fire is also part of the praise of Shabbos, and therefore it's part of the Havdalah. Also, why do we make a bracha on the Psalm Motzei Shabbos? We know because Hashem gave, gives us an extra neshama on Shabbos, and that neshama leaves, and in order to pacify us for losing the extra neshama, so therefore we, we um, smell the spice on after Shabbos. It's interesting that the Bnei Yisachar says that Adam and Eve, they used every sense of theirs in the sin of the tree of knowledge. They looked at the fruit, they spoke about the fruit, they heard about the fruit. The one thing it doesn't say is that they smelled the fruit. So the Nehisaskar says the reason why the sense of, of smell is, is, is pertinent to reviving the soul because it was never tainted by the sin of the tree of knowledge. Therefore we smell the spice after Shabbos and it's able to revive us because it was never, it, it's, it's, it's the only sense we have that is angelic. And that's why, it, because we're never tainted, and therefore it, it can revive the soul. Anyway, so, so the blessing of the spice also is a praise for Shabbos because it shows how great Shabbos is. Parenthetically, what's the action of Shabbos Hashem gives us? Some, it, it, Rashi says something about extra appetite on Shabbos, extra food, but the, the, the uh, Alter Rebbe writes in Torah Or, he says, on Shabbos we have an extra desire, desire beyond logic and reason to serve Hashem. That's why in Kiddush we say, Ratzabanu literally mean, means God desires us, but it also means that our desire for you, our desire for you, beyond logic and reason, is in us. You are animating us on Shabbos with something super higher than, than the regular kind of thing we have during the week. So saying the uh, blessing on the spices to revive the soul, the fact that we need to be revived, also highlights the, um, the greatness of Shabbos, and that's why we need to be revived. Okay. The way that the Rebbe began doing Havdalah, starting from 19, about 1965, um, is different than the way he did Havdalah before, and the way the Altar says to do Havdalah in the Siddur is different than the way the Altar says to do Havdalah in the Shulchan Arach, and so I'm just going to go to the actual custom we have, not to confuse you. Um, just briefly, just for a second. The, the, in Shulchan Aruch it says, when you make a bracha on the psalmim, you should hold, when you bracha on the wine, the first bracha on the wine, hold the psalmim in your hand. When you make a bracha on the fire, you should hold the cup in your left hand. The bracha on, on the, on the psalmim, hold the cup in your left hand. So you should be holding the psalmim in your left hand, you should, be holding the, you should always be holding the cup of wine and never put the cup down. But the Rebbe, but starting from the Rebbe, starting from 1965, after his mother passed away, about the Rebbe began putting the cup down, mm-hmm. and he, cup, he put the cup down after the bracha of Agafen, and then pick it up again until the bracha after both brachas. Yes, sir, Bell. Um, okay. I, when I make the bracha on the psalmim, I hold the psalmim in my right hand, I hold the cup in my left hand. That's what it says in Shulchan Then I switch over to for the Bar Menorah Ish, right? Right, that's that, that's what it says in Shulchan Aruch. It says that, and and that was Rebbe's custom until Toshav Tov Shulchan Fei about. Um, okay, uh, there's also difference how the Alter says in the Siddur, but let's let's, let's go uh, forward. So, um, uh, the, the 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 verses of praise that we say before the bracha of Hagafen and Psalmim and Eish and Avdala, they're not part of Avdala. If you miss those, you walk into someone making Avdala, you missed all those verses before Hagafen, you could still be Yitzah Avdala. It, many people have a custom, even if you're listening to Havdalah, you say all those verses yourself. Except you, start, you say from Hine until you have to get the Kaisa Shoei Sasa. Hine, Kelly Shoei not just Lahihudim Everyone agrees you say Lahihudim Meisaira, but the Rebbe Hashab, 
and and uh, many chassidim also they say all even if you're not making Abdullah yourself, you're fulfilling your Abdullah by hearing from someone else. You still say those verses um, yourself. Not kaisishuos, up to kaisishuos, up to kaisishuos. The Rebbe Hashab actually, when he was hearing Abdullah from someone who had Abdullah on beer, he would say the brach of Abdullah also himself. If you're some Abdullah from someone who was saying Abdullah on wines, then he would he would say amen to the person's bracha. But if the person making Abdullah was making Abdullah on beer, then he said the bracha himself. I don't think that whole conduct is not is for us. I don't think that's, that's something special for for the, the Rebbe Rashab. It was his personal custom based upon you know what Sadiqim do, but not something that, that that we are able to do or meant to do. But saying the psukim is a good thing. Um, when you finish Abdullah, um, it says in Shachonarach, and this is the way the Rebbe did also is that you um, don't pour the wine on the candles. You, it's customary to spill some wine. It's as if there's a house that no wine spills over, so there doesn't see any sign of blessing in that house. So it's supposed to actually, when you pour the cup originally, it's supposed to spill over. Our custom is by Kiddush as well, the wine spills over too. But the Reb actually, it says in Shechon Arach, that when you, when, you make, when you pour the wine on the candle, the wine should spill over so much that it should go on the floor also. And it says a house that doesn't have wine spilling on the floor is a house which uh, it will have anger in the house. But uh, if you put spill wine on the floor, there won't be anger all week. And uh, I guess because people, <laughs> because people get angry, you spill wine on the floor. But whatever, you could at least put a little bit of wine, just a drop of wine on the floor. I think what Meshach Hildesheim said that he noticed that the Rebbe's Ferbrengen place was always, full, always sticky full of wine. He thinks that the Rebbe did pour a, a wine directly in the floor for the leftover of the uh, leftover wine. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't check that out there actually there or not. But that's what he said. Anyway, so so um, so when, when you when you pour when you when you pour the wine um, on the candle, you don't. I'm sorry, you don't pour the wine in the candle. You the wine spills over, and you dip the candles in the wine. You don't pour the wine on the candle. You dip the candles in the wine. Um, the uh, what about the blessings? On the candles and the blessing on the psalm. Should it be you say that blessing, or should you, should you say the blessing yourself? So, it's it, it, the author of it says that in general there's a principle called it, the more people are participating in something, the, the more glory it is for Hashem. And therefore, it will be a good idea to for one person to say a blessing for everyone. So, let's say me and you are having a sandwich together, it will make sense. I, one of us should say the bracha, and one of us should be yaitza. That way, we're both joining together in one bracha, more people joining in one bracha. However, the author says you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't have one person saying a bracha for food for everyone else. Why not? Because if I'm going to be fulfilling my obligation with your bracha for food, what's going to happen? I may speak before I eat the food. You'll say a bracha shahakal, and I may eat before I, before I, I um, drink, and therefore my, the bracha won't work. So the same could be also be said for psalmim. I make a bracha for psalmim. You're being yates my bracha for psalmim. Just like the author says that I should not fulfill my obligation for psalmim. Because... Because I'm for bracha for food, because I may speak in the middle, the bracha for psalmim seems to be, be the same thing. And also the bracha for the fire. The bracha for the fire is a similar issue. The altar says you can't see the bracha on the fire, it says in Gemara, until you're close enough to see the difference between two coins. And that's the reason, one of the reasons why we put our, our nails next to the fire. One of the reasons we do this is because it, that shows that we are benefited. Um, from the fire, and we actually were close enough to see the to see the distinction between two coins. That's one of the reasons. Another reason is because just like our nails are constantly reproducing, so it's a sign of blessing. I don't know why. It also says the lines in our hands are also a sign of blessing. So that's another reason why we put our fingers next to the fire. The reason we stretch our fingers out 
um, says that it's, it's a sign of like we're able to open our hands and begin the week. The reason we specifically give verses of praise in the beginning of Abdullah is because it's a sign of we're starting a new week and we want to invoke our, our absolute trust in Hashem, it's going to be good. We, we, we don't say, oh, it might be good. We actually say, the Jews had joy and happiness and gladness and honor and so will be for us. It's not maybe, it's for sure. That's the way Jew begins things. Like, for sure Hashem will help us. So, getting back to the bracha. So, should you answer amen to the bracha or should you say on, on bracha? The Rabbi Ashkenazi, of Shalom, he would say, he would tell them to say their own bracha. They should say own bracha for fire and own bracha for psalm. And again, it's the same thing. For, for the psalmim, it's likely that just like by food, you have to say own bracha. Also for psalm, you have to say your own bracha because you may interrupt. That's all the that says about food. And for fire, if I'm going to be in shul and you're going to make a bracha for ish, I may not go over to the fire and uh, put my hands close to it at the, before I, right after I heard your bracha. I, it's better that I am next to the fire when I say the bracha because if I'm saying the bracha where I am, far away from the fire, I'm not fulfilling... I'm not, I'm not um, able to say the bracha. Then. You only say the bracha when your hands are close to the fire. And since I'm far away, I'm answering amen. So by being yoytze, your bracha, I may actually not be doing the right thing. And um, I may not say the bracha in the time I'm able to say the bracha. So you have to speak close enough to be able to, to, to distinguish between, um, between two coins. And I'm too far away. Therefore, it's better, said Rabbi Ashkenazi, to say your own bracha. It's not a consensus of old, over old Chabad poskim, but that was his opinion and many others. After you pour the wine on the, or after you dip the candle in the wine, how do you, what the Rebbe did like this, the Rebbe would put his fingers together like this, his pinkies, like this, and then the Rebbe would put his fingers on his eyes, and he would say the Pasuk, Mitzvah Hashem Barim Yisanai. The Mitzvah Hashem is, is clear, and it gives light to the eyes. Um... So people uh, put in their pockets. It's not. It's not our custom, but uh, putting on our eyes. It, it is our custom. The reason for the eyes. What? The eyebrows or like this, like this, and the closer to the nose, like this. Not the eyelids. Not the eyelids, like this. That's what Rebbe did it in public. The Chassidim say whatever the Rebbe does in public is there are things that does privately. The things that the Rebbe, the things that does in public, are meant to be a custom for everyone to do. Um, Oh, why do we wash our? Why are we washing our eyes? Uh, what, what does it mean? So, um, by uh, kiddush, the custom is to look at the candles when you begin starting to say kiddush, and it says that when you walk with large steps, it takes away one five hundredth of your eyesight, and the word candle times two, two candles equals five hundred. So it restores the light of our eyes. Is looking at the is making kiddush on wine and also making kiddush making havdalah on wine. Many people need a bracha for for uh, eyesight. They were told to make sure to use kid, to use wine for kiddush and for havdalah. So it's also custom. So so the uh, that's for kiddush. But what about for havdalah? For havdalah, it's just a sign of loving the mitzvah. We want to show Hashem how much we love the mitzvah, and therefore we're washing our eyes with the wine that we made used to make havdalah. Why don't we wash our eyes with the wine of kiddush? It's also a mitzvah. And one of the answers is. Is that the the there's more praise to Hashem in Havdalah than there is in Kiddush because we also have the praise of the candle and we also have the praise of the verses before and since it's, it, there's more praise with the candle more praise for the Shabbos therefore we also have more we show more love for the mitzvah and therefore we we uh, dip our fingers into the wine and we wash our eyes with wine I just want to conclude one more point oh a point I wanted to mention was we don't look at the candles during Kiddush we just look at the cup during Kiddush 
And by Havdalah, it says you should look at the candles or at the cup. At the candles or the candles and the cup. Both the one making Havdalah. And those who are listening to Havdalah should look at either the cup or the candles while they're in Havdalah. And the idea of looking at the candles is similar to the idea of the custom holding the psalmim during the beginning of Havdalah. The idea is to show the connection between the psalmim and Havdalah and the Aish to the content of the Brach of Havdalah, which is the praise of Hashem. By Kiddush, you don't look at the, at the candles. Only when you start Kiddush, but the actual bracha of Kiddush, you don't look at the candles. But Abdallah, you're supposed to, when you make, say the bracha of Abdallah, those who are listening, and those make, the one making the bracha, are supposed to look at the cup or at the at the candles. Okay, what? we'll, we'll uh, stop here. And uh, we continue. It's Hashem. Yeah. It's okay. I asked Rabbi Gronin once, years ago, he was doing it for 